Welcome back to another episode of Sweetness and Light, featuring me, one of your hosts, Eric, and me, your other host, Justin, a.k.a. Justy Proust. Eric, how are you, dude? Yeah, pretty good, thanks. How about yourself? You know, fantastic. And I, I want to start off with a, a story that I heard from Matt today that I, I think you'll really appreciate. So I was talking about editing our shows today, and he's liking them even more and then how you know, the direction we're going in thinks it's great. But the other show that I do is also it's entitled Purely Awesome Dads. Uh, offline, he was like, you know, you can really tell a difference between you and Eric's microphone compared to Jeff's. <laughs> and so I had Jeff <laughs> listen to it and Jeff goes, oh, I don't hear any difference. <laughs> wow. Wow. So he's 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 an awesome dad. He's not he, he doesn't have awesome ears. Well, he's you know, he—he's he, the poor guy. I hate to add him on air like this, but he was going to use the computer mic to record a podcast oh to start with. <laughs> and he's so like, not not only does he not have awesome ears, he doesn't have an awesome brain. Well, I mean, he—he's literally a rocket scientist. So, I mean, he, he's pretty smart, but he's not—he's uh, cheap. Yeah, but I'll I, say that. I do think we get we get we do give rocket scientists and you know and brain surgeons. I mean, too much credit. Obviously, they're all very bright, very bright. But there's a lot of really bright people. You know, I mean, I don't know how those two professions happen to get singled out as, oh, those people are like the smartest people. Well, no, they're smart. I don't think they're smarter than a lot of other people. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I I mean, I remember when my brother's graduating class of medical students, they were, I think, like the first time we went, it was the whole medical school. So it's everybody. And they got up there yeah. and some of the people gave speeches and they were like heart surgeons, you know, all these yeah. things. And I'm like, these guys are dumb. I don't want them operating on me. <laughs> Yeah, well, exactly, right? Like, and I, it, it, you know, it's it, it, they're they're probably smart compared to the average person, but um, you know, I mean, they're not. It, who's to say who's the smartest, and who's to say what? I don't know that any single profession attracts the most intelligent people. No, but I think some attract the least, uh, you know, <laughs> intelligent. That's, I think there's some true. out there that definitely do. That may be true. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ask you to name any of those because it probably would alienate. Uh, half of our uh, our, our <laughs> audience since, since we uh, specifically go after certain target demos absolutely no and i'm not i, I don't want to call that out but i, I think that it is funny because i agree with you that's one of the questions I, I have always wondered why do we single out like cardiothoracic surgeons brain surgeons and uh you know lawyers a lot of the time too is like being the smartest oh, in society <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna back off on that so we rocket scientists you left out which is how this whole conversation started correct yeah and oh you love saying correct, like like the, like the <laughs> um, I just love getting a little bit in there. Sorry. Um, nobody thinks lawyers are smart. Well, lawyer, lawyers are probably the most detested profession that there is. And by the way, detested, there are a lot of great lawyers. In... There's Go a lot on. of great smart lawyers, you know, and uh, who do a lot of good. It's just unfortunately, like the ambulance chasers, and everyone bring down their uh, uh, their reputation. Well, I'll tell you this, to, to aid upon that story, we were driving up uh, from Waco to Fort Worth on Thursday, and there's a billboard sign that says, have you been shot? Wow. Wow. <laughs> it said, if so, we sue the gun, not the person. And that's wow. a billboard. And I wish I should have taken a picture of it because we can post it. But anyone Absolutely. that's on their way going from Waco to Fort Worth on the 35, you'll see it. Please take a picture and post it for us. And tag and us. By the way, you, I, I noticed you said billboard sign. I've never heard the. I never heard that said before. It's usually just uh, impl yeah, implicit. But um, I just didn't want anyone to think like we were. I was referring to the Billboard magazine. Ah, okay. 
I was actually serious when I said that. Because <laughs> some people might be, well, I don't, I didn't, I didn't see that in the in the top ten chart of any kind. It's not. It's it's an actual billboard on the freeway. Is that more specific? Oh. Is that better? All right, I'll give you. I'll give you that. I mean, it's. Uh, I. It, I think it might be a little redundant and unnecessary, but um, I'm going to give you this one. All right, thank you. I appreciate it. Do, see, yeah, I mean, you, you, well, yeah, you presented it kind of like, uh, like a super smart lawyer. Again, is that an oxymoron? I don't think so. I think okay. there's a lot of really smart and good lawyers. I agree with um, you, but they all should be doctors, right? Not necessarily. I think we need good lawyers. I think <laughs> I think there's way too many in the U.S. I think there's way too the U.S. is way too litigious. Oh yeah. Um, I think yeah we we have a lot of the wrong kinds of lawyers, but um, but but the law is an important profession. Uh, definitely, I uh, I could not agree with you more. So Eric, tell me about your weekend. How was it, dude? You know, um, full and fulfilling. Uh, you know, just uh, uh, coming up on a. It was a week before. Um, uh, Marika's wedding, so looking forward to uh, to that. So that should, that should be fun and um, uh, and and uh, and and bittersweet though. Um, our our good friend uh, Bill and I uh, completed mm -hmm. a the outline of a uh, new film we're working on over Ooh. the weekend. So that was that was a big deal. Um, nice, congrats! Very yeah, very over the top comedy, even by all of our standards. So uh, I think you'll. Uh, I think you'll like it. In fact, I might even let you uh, take a look at the uh, the twenty page outline. Please, um, I would love to. Yeah, and um, well, hang on. Before you go any further, I have to ask you because you live next to a place that's so perfect for St. Patrick's Day. Did you go to Brennan's or anything else for St. Patrick's Day? Well, as you know, uh, I and many people have been to Brennan's many times for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, and <laughs> excuse me, it, norm it normally. Uh, Starts around five in the morning, you know, which is kind of an incredible thing. And a lot of, and you know, from living here, that uh, K Rock used to do like a live remote and everything. Yeah. However, um, you know, things have been different the last few years. COVID eventually, you know, the lockdown in LA essentially started on St. Patrick's Day in 2020, or just, you know, just in that at that time. Yeah. And um, and so it was shut. So it went from being open all day and being full of tons of people, including me, to being shut. Um, this year it was open and okay. loud. I actually did not go, but um, here's what I did do. I, I made my nice. my mom's famous corned beef and cabbage. Yeah, well, first of all, massive shout out to, to Mrs. Mark. I mean, such a wonderful person. And how was it? Are you able to replicate well, it or is it just not the same? It's, it's pretty close. I mean, it's my mom's signature dish. You know, it's the cuisine of our people. Um, and it's uh, delicious and it's the one thing I... Uh, you know, I crave when I go back home. I mean, the other thing I crave in, in Toronto is a, a good corned beef on rye, obviously, like anybody. Um, so my two favorite foods. And um, uh, but my mom's specialty is the uh, the corned beef and cabbage. She also makes a mean cabbage roll, you know, again, cuisine of our people. No, I don't and, even know. What is a cabbage uh, roll? I've never had one. What? No, I'm serious. Don't, don't oh my God. Me. Well, I'm not really into it's cabbage like, you know, or corned beef. So, I'm not sure I would love it, but I'm sure someone out there will. I'm not. I, I'm. I'm disgusted by by what you're saying. But I mean, it's just like that. You know, obviously, this is like a blind spot. Like, I mean, there are things I don't like. You know, well, there's a bunch of things I'm allergic to, and then there's a few things I don't like, like mushrooms and stuff like that. But that's because they're gross. I mean, not liking corned beef is just stupid. And I can I can understand not liking cabbage, to be honest. Like, you know, but do you like other? cruciferous uh, vegetables. In fact, you talk about them all the time. You, you're a Most. lover of the broccoli and the, and yeah. the cauliflower. I mean, 
cabbage is the ultimate the ultimate example. It's fine. It's the base. It's the base one. I mean, it's it's the you know. I mean, it's it's it's. You don't like coleslaw? Oh God, no. You don't. Ugh. All right. Well, then, then, yeah, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, then I'm not even. I mean, but but for the listeners who know, I mean, a cabbage roll is a delicious thing. It's you know, it's a, uh, it is it is ground beef usually, and 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 you know other other fillings, uh, in a in a cabbage, uh, you know, like wrap. a wrapper. Okay. Yeah, with um, you know, usually with a tomato based sauce all around. So I mean, yeah, that doesn't sound bad. No, it's delicious. So no. I would actually try that. Okay. Just like corned beef and cabbage is is one of the most delicious things, you know, and just just <laughs> like. Just like a corned beef on rye is is the best thing in the world. I mean, it's like yeah, I, yeah. I mean, agree to disagree. But I, I respect your palate well, no, very much. Well, yeah, but it's not a, agree to disagree. I mean, you're you're you again. You 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 are you are our audience is turning off in droves right now <laughs> because of what you're saying. Yes, <laughs> because of what you yes because yeah you know, you're dissing you you know, you're you're dissing the the best of all things. I'm not dissing it. I respect it if you want to get By it. Way, I'm just here's not going to order Here's the it. problem. You, you probably haven't had you you've probably had lean corned beef because you know because of the current age we live in. Don't get lean. Don't get medium, which is what they try to fa- get extra fatty. Obviously. Oh, oh so, that sounds know, so, so bad. You want, you want it to be healthy. So you want you know we know that saturated fat is good for you now, and it makes it moist and delicious. Well, I'll tell you this. I did have. A true Canadian bacon sandwich when by, I was up there way, with I, you. I, I, I'm I'm gonna hold hold off for a second just because you know that fat. I mean, like fat. Like I mean, you know the high the 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 best steak is the one that's most marbled, right? It's the one that has the most fat in it. It's like obviously you want more fat in your meat. I I understand the concept behind it, but I don't. I don't eat it that way ever. The only steak I will eat is a fillet. That is it. I don't eat. <sighs> New York. So you you're just you're just you're just accepting that you have bad taste when it comes to meat, and that's okay. I think because if we get taste. that if we get that out front, I think that's sort of like that's the caveat. It's just you, yeah. <laughs> so you're not just so that we're not again. I don't want to. I, I yeah. We don't want to make people think that you know that you're some type of t- type of meat buffoon. So all right, and that's and that's and by the way, I understand that you know you for dietary reasons need to uh, need, need to do these things, but you're but. You're sacrifice. So, in other words, you're willing to sacrifice flavor for stupidity, and I—that's I, fine. <laughs> no, I'm sacrificing nothing. I love it. I've had all of the above. I don't like it. I really don't. I've had marbled steak. I've had Kobe. I've had everything out there. Um, and I got to tell you, I don't do not like it. In fact, I think it's a huge waste of a piece of meat. I want more meat than fat every time. Yeah, that's ridiculous. See. It's very and it's not that you want the fat. I mean, the the fat. You know, it, when you cook it, like it in a marbled off. steak, yeah, it doesn't come off. It no, soaks, but it into soaks it. in. Yeah, yeah. I just don't like it. I, don't, I I honestly don't like it. Like I don't put butter on a single thing that I eat. I, I yeah, don't okay, eat butter at all. All right. So you just don't like you don't. Okay. So 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 friends listening. So ju- what Justy's saying is ignore his comments about corned beef or anything because he doesn't he doesn't like juicy meat. He likes dry meat. So yes. And he doesn't like butter, so he doesn't like flavor, and he doesn't like yeah. So I mean, I love again, flavor. I way, garlic. I'm the, I'm, the la- I'm the I'm the last person to to do what's popular, as you know. In fact, you know, I know I never ask people what the, the 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 most popular dish at a restaurant is. I ask what the best one is because I don't really care, you know, what the people think. So I I'm with you there, but <laughs> don't um, care. but I but there's a but there's a reason people like. 
you know, like like meat that's that's marbled or or like uh, like butter on things. And by the way, I get it. I just don't. On top of on top of all of that, we've you know we've demonstrated like there there was always a question why the French live longer, why they're healthier, despite all the red wine and butter that they're consuming. And it turns out the red wine and the butter are contributing factors to to the to to their health. Of course they are, uh, but yeah, there's also so, other ways to get the same thing. Absolutely, I'm just so so just so I just want to make sure we're saying you know your opinion is your opinion and you're entitled to that. It's just that it's it's. Um, it's not representative of good taste or anything. So just, just, just before you know, we don't want to, we don't want to steer our audience in the wrong direction. I'm just saying, we don't oh. want to take them in. Yeah. No, absolutely not. We want people to understand that I have a refined palate and you're more of a heathen. Yes. That's what I'm taking away from this. Am I am I wrong in in, in saying that? Do you feel that I may be unjustifiably making a statement that is too bold? I feel I I feel that it's a defense mechanism, and your your brain is protecting you from uh, from the truth, and that's fine. And I I don't want to dissuade you from that, so <laughs> so I'm gonna defense. let that I'm gonna I'm gonna let you stand, and I'm gonna yeah. So I'll I'll, I'll leave that out hanging, um, and uh, and and I and the the audience knows exactly what just happened here. All right, fair enough. Well, I want to change the subject for a second here because I think we, we've beaten the meat to death, no pun intended, or maybe there is. Um, this weekend, we did something that I've never done before. I did a escape room. I've done mil millions of different kinds of things, but I've never done the escape room. And I got to tell you, I know it's a kind of a trendy thing right now. It is a ton of fun. Have you ever done one? Okay, so, so two things. One, I'm shocked you haven't done it. Uh, well, uh, two, yes, it, yes, it was trendy four years ago. Yes. And so, yeah. So, uh, so glad that they're back and that people are doing those things again. So, so you're, you're living out your 2018 fantasies now. That's awesome. 2017, 2018. I'm figuring, you know, if I'm going to arrive late to the party, I'm going to do it in style. And by the way, it may be, it, it may be that it's not late at all in Texas. It might be that, <laughs> that the wave just arrived and that's fantastic. <laughs> the wave just, yes. It's just like rollerblading 10 years too late. Most places right on time here. Yes, exactly. So you're back. Uh, we're back. And I got to tell you, it was funny because my son had never done one of these, but wanted to forever. Seth and Bailey. So it was the three of us that did it. And it was funny because they're both like anxious to find all the clues right away. Like they want to solve it in minutes. We have 40 minutes to solve it. Right. And yeah. the minute they can't find something they're like, let's phone the lady that's watching us. I'm like, no, we're not. We haven't even tried it yet. <laughs> very different mentality. They're like. It, it was it was kind of fun to see the, you know, they got nerve wracked and, and terrified when I was like, no, 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 we're going to stay the course here. We're going to try to figure this out. Well, we, we can't, Dad. I don't, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> that's actually that's that sort of amazes me. I would have thought that, you know, the kids would be keen and trying to figure it out themselves. But they're all about. So, OK, so they they as part of the, the you know, the, the current generation of entitled kids feel let's just they, they should just get the answer. A hundred percent. And now it was funny because once they got the first, we found the first thing that was behind like a thermometer. Uh, they started going crazy. And my son actually, Seth figured out like the hardest clue of all with the black light, which was crazy. I mean, he, he did great with that. Um, most of the time, Bailey was just like, we're going to get stuck in here. Are we going to get stuck in here? I'm like, if you want to get out, you can get out. Well, I don't want to get out, but are we going to get stuck in here? No, we're not going to get stuck in here. But why is it called an escape room if you can't get out? I'm like, oh God. So we spent a lot of time just arguing over what an escape room was it was it was kind of fun now did you finish on time 
Uh, we finished at 36 something. So we had about three minutes and 20 seconds left or something. Did you did you win any prizes or anything? Uh, no, but we got a great picture that I'll post online that basically said we escaped and uh, the family before us had not escaped. So they still had the sign nice. out that said, good try, but you're a loser. Wow. Did they did you catch up to them? No, there's a lag of 15 minutes between groups. So I'm not really sure who it was, but there were a couple people in the hotel that I looked at and I was like, it was you, wasn't it? <laughs> and, you know, you can't well, always be sure, but it, it looked like someone that would lose at that. Yeah, no, you can you can tell. You can, you can <laughs> type people who lose things. I will tell you one thing that's also fun about going up that route. So we go through a place called College Station, up through Waco, and then over to get to uh, the kind of west side of Dallas where we were staying. And it was funny because we I found where Trump country still is. And I mean, I'm talking on that freeway, there are flags flying all over. There was a, a couple of cars that had them attached to them that said, you know, still living Trump 2020 on them. Wow. Wow, I, I forgot about that guy. Is there, I forget, yeah, that uh, he he was the former president, right? Uh, loosely, loosely. In title, <laughs> only. Yeah, in title, if not if, if indeed, indeed. I figure, you know, like in Joint Chiefs and everyone else, when they're talking, they're like, "Do we have to give him the key to the nukes?" No, 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 it's not required. Let's not then. Let's not. <laughs> well, it seems like they they, they probably they, you know at least at least in terms of of responsibility you know they they kind of did not they did keep it for you know they did like all this has been all coming out during his presidency but since you know in the last few weeks I guess you know the most recent revelations are yeah people people kept ton a lot from him and I'm okay with that absolutely I mean we we all made it through we survived some people thought we thrived I'm you know I'm. I don't necessarily agree no, with no that. Thanks but... to, no thanks to him. I mean, yeah, you know, it's it, 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 it's not even a – it's not about policy. It's about persona. Exactly. Exactly. And it's funny because, you know, obviously my kids go to Texas schools here. And when the war in the Ukraine broke out over here, there was like no mention of it. Like they did not want to talk about it, anything like that. But now that it's been well over, you know, I think exactly a month now, they've – They've started talking about it, and it's very interesting their take on it because it's not like the Ukraine's being invaded. It's more along the lines of there's a war over there, and you know it's it's between the Slavic countries. It's not anywhere like it's it's contained over there. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, what? So every day my kids come home with like a million questions, and uh, I steer them in a in a slightly different peripheral. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Wow! So interesting. Yeah, it's tragic what's happening and ridiculous. And the the uh, you know we, I think we we've said before, maybe not on the air, that um, long before this happened, you know, our feeling was that uh, yeah, that Vlad simply wants to reconstruct the Soviet Union. And you know, we I think we naively thought we'd won the Cold War, but it turns out uh, they and he were just playing a much longer game, and him in particular, you know. And so whether it makes sense for the Russians, which it doesn't, um, their president seems to have. Uh, uh, an imperial mindset, and uh, and feel that, and you know, and it explicitly said it that uh, that they were that the Soviet Union was unjustly broken up, and the pieces, uh, were, you know, were taken away from Mother Russia, and he's trying to put them back together. Yeah, it's interesting. It, which why, which is why we, you know, we we're still being too passive. We can't let this stand at all because you know, next is the Baltics and Poland and all of these other countries that he wants. You know, he's already got Belarus effectively, and no, uh, oh, exactly, um, yeah. 
Well, I mean, one of the things that is crazy from this war that I had no idea about, speaking of Madigan really quickly, is so he's taking a film class and they have to buy film every week. But he was telling me that it, there's, they're rationing it because of the canisters that film comes in. He can only buy 100 feet at a time. And for those that don't know, 100 feet of actual film is three minutes, a little over three and a half minutes, okay? It's $33 for 100 feet. He has to buy it one and a week. And they're thinking that by next week, because of, he didn't really know why, but the canisters, they come in, you know, they use some kind of, I don't know if it's nickel, whatever, from Russia, they may not be available. So he may not be able to even get film by next week. Well, can't you just give the canisters for previous ones back? I don't really know. I didn't, I didn't get into this. I love where your head's going because those are questions that I did have, but I didn't really, you know, I didn't go down that avenue because I, 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 did, I really didn't want to open that conversation up to a long deliberation of, hey, let's solve this. It was more of a kind of, okay, all right, I get it. All right. It just seems, yeah, it just seems a little peculiar that you couldn't just, um, you know, this is this is where simple re recycle package, hard packaging seems like the easiest thing to just reuse. <laughs> well, not only hard packaging. I mean, it's film well, it's not packaging. packaging, but it's, not, it's what? Yeah, it's film. Yeah, yeah, but it's, I mean, it's really durable. It's easy to pass down. Thing. Hard, hard, rigid. Yeah, as opposed to soft, pliable packaging that might degrade. I mean, this is hard packaging that should be reusable, I would think. Yeah, so interesting. Maybe we should interview uh, or even have, Matt, when you edit this, if you want to kind of pipe in here for a second at the end as we wrap up and kind of give us your take on it, we would definitely appreciate that. So basically, the film is wrapped around these metal spools and Kodak is the main producer. They send those out uh, around those take-up spools and we need those and we then keep them because they're now with us. So unless we were... We decided to send those back to Kodak. Um, there really is no way for them to repackage them um, unless they did send out some mass message saying, hey, we need your take-up spools back. But basically, yeah, that's how it works. As always, Eric, another great show. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thanks to the audience. Welcome back. And uh, thanks for making us number four in Italy and uh, another number in, the, in, in America. Yeah.